Welcome to the VML Voice, the official podcast of the Virginia Municipal League. I'm your host, Rob Bullington. And welcome to the second episode featuring conversations that took place between sessions during VML's 2021 annual conference in Leesburg. So let's go back to early October, to that mostly empty ballroom, where our guest host, incoming VML president and City of Fairfax Council member John Steely, has corralled some local government colleagues for a chat. Welcome back to live uh, from the VML 2021 annual conference up in Leesburg. We're really excited that the town of Blacksburg has joined us at, at the table here. So thank you for being here. We're talking a little bit about your experience so far at the conference. And maybe we'll start with the, the mayor here and, and talk a little bit about something you're learning here at VML or, or what it's like on the ground right now. Well, I uh, attended the session a little bit earlier about disruptions in public meetings, and uh, I think it was possibly one of the best sessions I've ever attended at a VML conference. So uh, valuable information from the participants themselves. Uh, It was well uh, moderated and um, anyway, good information all the way around. Awesome. Well, well, thank you, Leslie, for for sharing that. You have a couple of your council colleagues here, and and, and so hand it off to Susan next. Something that you're experiencing here at VML. I would follow up with what Leslie's uh, comments were about the discourse. Uh, We heard people's suggestions on how to deal with the public, uh, as well as how to deal with each other as council members. And so we got a lot of really good tips, and we also got to share our own tips for other people. So I would say I both learned a lot, and I and I gave off some information. Oh, that's exactly yep. what it's about, that give and yep. take from every, yep. everybody in that space. Lauren, anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I attended the Marcus Alert um, session this morning, and I thought that was incredibly informative. And we in Southwest Virginia have a crisis center that was – uh, put together this past year and I think is going to be up and running and I, it is going to be so needed for our area and I'm really excited to see how we can comply with the legislation coming forward. Uh, learning from each other, sharing information and stories, that, that's what really gets me excited about, about VML. Well, let's take a minute to talk about your town itself. Tell us something that's going on in Blacksburg, something we should be looking out, out in the future for, something you're excited about. Well, I guess you mean something besides football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we are uh, looking at uh, ARP funding and working with our regional commission, also in conversation with uh, Virginia Tech. We have a very big new regional kind of focus, and we want to bring that to housing. Uh, So we're looking at a housing trust through the regional commission, and we're looking at a land trust, possibly in combination with the university, uh, in using some of that ARP funding. Uh, we'd like to do something that is uh, more than a one-off, that is an enduring kind of change to the landscape of our town. Uh, there are housing problems all over the country. Obviously, they take a particular form in a college town like ours. Uh, so that's been a thorny issue. Yeah, we're working on affordable housing and diverse housing. We just don't have enough housing stock of all types. We have people who want to retire to our area who can't find that single living kind of um, home. We have people who have young families and are trying to enter the housing market for the first time and they can't afford to live here. And one thing that makes Blacksburg so unaffordable is the cost of the land. We're only about 20 square miles. And so 
it's the cost of that land that causes the housing uh, stock to be so horribly astronomical. And houses only stay on our market for about a day. It's just crazy. And so this uh, community land trust that Leslie was talking about, the idea is for a nonprofit to own the land so that you only have to purchase the home. You don't have to purchase the land, which would hugely reduce the cost of the home and make homes more affordable. So that's one of many ideas we're doing. I know you don't have time to go into all of them, but but that's, I think, the, the one that we're most excited about. Excellent. Well, I, I appreciate you, you sharing that. I, I think about the problems you're facing in Blacksburg and conversations we, we're having in the city of Fairfax. It's very similar, which which is very exciting to me. It's part of what I like about VML and gathering and hearing, just learning from each other, that collaborative nature that we have as, as elected officials. Well, let's fast forward to Richmond. It's 2022. We're gathered in Richmond. Give me your mindset, something you're looking forward to, maybe a hope that you have for Richmond, maybe where we're at by, by a year from now. Well, I hope that a year from now I'll have been reelected. <laughs> Excellent statement right there that you are back in, in there. Anything from the council members? I would like to be in Richmond and not feel that I have to wear a mask. Yes, I, I really hope by then we're completely through COVID and we're thinking beyond emergency measures and, and thinking long term about sustainability and equitability and all those good. Excellent. Well, I appreciate you taking the time here live from the VML 2021 conference. Thank you. Don't worry. John will be back later in this episode for another discussion with yet another local government official. Before we do that, I'd like to take a moment to share a conversation I had with one of our newest community business members. And I can't think of anybody else better to tell you about it than this guy. Hey, this is Rob Bullington, the host of the VML Voice, the official podcast of the Virginia Municipal League. I'm in the uh, the banquet hall at the 2021 annual conference where they're setting up for tonight's banquet, and uh, I've managed to corral Dr. Charles Davidson, who is the director of Political Leadership Academy at George Mason uh, University uh, Carter School, if That's I'm not right. mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, thanks for taking some time to join me today. And I just had a lot of trouble getting all the names of your title and organization out. So you correct me if I'm wrong. Introduce yourself. Yeah, sure. And then tell us a little bit about why you're here and what you do. So, yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm Dr. Charles Davidson. Uh, I am research faculty at the Carter School at George Mason University. Um, I'm the director of the Political Leadership Academy, which is a program that we started uh, at the very beginning of 2020 to reach out to um, especially elected leaders, um, people who are you know, local to the area, but also around the country who are especially interested in political conflict, whether or not they're elected or if they're you know, business leaders, NGOs, civic leaders, things like that. Uh, so we welcome all types, but we're su- super excited to be here at the VML because um, I think this is really our wheelhouse. So is this something that somebody does as like a graduate degree or is it something that somebody does as a certificate? Um, how, how does it figure into one sort of academic professional career? Sure. Yeah. So this is this is considered continuing education or professional education. So when we issue our um, certificate of completion, um, that's it. It's it's not you don't pay like a normal graduate degree tuition or anything like that. And it, it, you don't um, earn a degree per se. But um, on the plus side, it's you know, it's only 10 weeks long. And then when you've completed the program, you're a lifetime alumni of the of the Political Leadership Academy. Oh, fantastic. And um, so I should also mention at this time that the Political Leadership Academy is a new member of the Virginia Municipal League as part of our community business member program. So if you don't mind me asking, when you're talking to our members, um, local government folks, 
who who's the person that, that you think is going to get the most out of your program or what kind of what kind of things do people come to you and say this is what I'm trying to accomplish or this is what I want to learn more about that you're able to check that box for them I think the really the the beauty of our program is that uh Anybody who is an American who's interested in in learning how to um, take advantage of conflict, like we we really we're, we're based on this idea that conflict is the foundation of our democracy. That healthy conflict is um, it it sustains our republic because if you don't have differing opinions, then uh, you don't have a democracy. When everybody reaches the same exact conclusion every time, that's no longer a democracy. So instead, we try to gear people um, toward disagreeing differently. Um, and when opinions do differ, uh, providing the skills and the ideas and the experience to be able to work through that for a stronger government, whether it's your town, your county, your, your state. Um, and so we have people of all types who are interested in that because you see political conflict not just in politics. Like you see it around the dinner table. Uh, you see it when your uncle comes to Thanksgiving, um, when you watch the news, at, when you're uh, at your job, uh, you're going to see a lot of people disagreeing about politics and, and its ramifications for your workplace. And so we've had people of all types. Um, we've had uh, participants from you know, 12 to 15 states and even five countries who want to learn more about how to um, think about political conflict, even though we focus directly on um, on American political conflict. And so it sounds kind of cool because then uh, although the, the the study is sort of higher level when you say like, you know, to understand political conflict, it sounds like they can apply that with the real work that they're doing in local government. You know, if you're a council member, you know, it's great to know more about political conflict, but it really it's cool to be able to bring that to the council meeting and use it to help sort of navigate some of those thorny issues and moments. Yeah. I mean, and that's a really... I think big point of what we do is that we, we don't just bring scholars to the table to, to teach while we do have scholars teaching at the, at the PLA, um, a, a large chunk of the people who are instructing our classes are, uh, practitioners, people who are in the quote unquote real, real world, bringing that type of experience, uh, the stories of, of how they got over particularly intractable conflict. Um, and so, yeah, we learn from the thinkers and the, and the doers. Mm-hmm. And I should point out, speaking of, of doers, and thinkers that our new president, John Steely, is a, is a graduate of your program, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he was a part of the inaugural cohort, actually, and he has been a huge advocate of ours. We're so incredibly grateful to John. Um, and I don't know, every time I'm around him, he's he's hyping us to somebody else. And I think we're well worth the hype, and I, I, I'm really glad to have John on our side. Awesome. And so thanks for coming to the conference. Thanks for being a member of the league. Um, are you having a good conference so far? Any any tips or tricks or suggestions for me to take away? No, I mean this has been this has been amazing. I mean, I we've had an incredible experience um, recruiting people. I, I did want to fill you in that we have uh, our inaugural in person cohort coming up uh, in February. We're, we're forming a fellowship of twenty four um, people, and that's why we're here. We're trying to recruit from among uh, VML participants um, for this class February through, through June. So, if you'd like to join us, uh, you can learn more. And our members can look forward to me putting some information out about that in the coming weeks to to make sure they're aware of it from every possible angle. Because yeah. you'll be you'll be shocked to learn this. But not everybody listens to my podcast. <laughs> really? I mean, you know, can you understand why? <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty awesome. Right. There you go. Thank I, you. Thank I will you say if you will, if you will tell me that you've been to the VML or if you've listened to Rob's podcast, there's a we, we will reduce your tuition. Just just let me know and there'll be something in it for you. Oh, man. Would, yeah. Like free pencils and everything. You know, yeah, we're, we're talking. Uh, we'll reduce your tuition. Wow. Um, we uh, you heard it here, people. That's right. You heard it here. <laughs> Their scholarships are available. We, we've got um, plenty of. Uh, normal scholarships, but we are um, we do have special rates for VML attendees. So uh, we're hoping to get people from all over Virginia.
Virginia in this cohort. So. All right. Well, we'll get the word out about it. And uh, real quick, uh, how would people get in touch with you or learn more about the program if they didn't listen to the podcast or wanted to find out about it in their spare yeah, time? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So just go to the Carter School website, or the Carter School at George Mason University, um, and click on Political Leadership. Uh, it's a button at the top of the page, and it'll navigate you directly to our website. Fantastic. Thanks yeah. a lot for your time, man. Absolutely. Thank you. See you again. All right. All right. Before we wrap things up for this episode, let's head back down to that ballroom where incoming BMO president John Steely has yet another conference victor, or, um, participant in front of the VML voice microphone. Welcome back to the VML annual conference. Uh, sitting here, having some really good conversations in Lansdowne. We're, we're excited to be sitting at the table now with uh, John Chapman, the council member from the city of Alexandria. John, thanks for taking the time. No, thank you for the invitation to be on. We're, we're really excited. You know, we're at VML. We get to see each other, walk around, shake some hands. Uh, it's pretty exciting right now. Give me a highlight that you've had so far of, of walking around VML. So it's almost like a family reunion, right? You know, you get to see folks that you haven't seen in a while. And I think, you know, for, for a lot of us, the last 18 months has been... Um, we've all been a little bit uh, lonely, right? You don't get to see folks as much and don't get to interact as much. And so this is a great opportunity to do that. And so um, for me, catching up with people um, has been kind of the big, the big thing, seeing who's here, who's not here, who should have been here, that type of thing. Um, and, and then, of course, it's always, you know, all these policy sessions and um, kind of figuring out what's new and next for your city. Um, is those are, that's the reason I come. I come to see people and, and learn things. Um, and I always, I'm lucky enough that VML always has both of that. You know, you're able to get folks from across the state to come to various places in the state. Um, and then we talk about some really always on time issues uh, for us as localities. Um, the biggest things that we've been talking about is how to use some of the funding that we have from um, from the federal government, but also how to maximize some of the existing programs that the state has and things like that. How to talk about, you know, for us, uh, me and my colleagues are here. and We've kind of split ourselves up into different groups to make sure uh, we take advantage of the full uh, the policy sessions. So one of us went to talk about school construction. I went over to chat, um, chat with folks about um, finance tools and things of that, uh, that nature that we can bring back and um, use uh, as we hope to make our cities better. So. It's always an exciting time for VML. Continuous learning is what I find always. here. It's always something new yeah. to learn, and, and, and I get a new idea from someone else Absolutely. or a new way yep. to fund or think about something from that space or, or just a new way to look at a problem. That's I, right. I find that, that dialogue to be amazing. Yeah. Share with me one thing that you're excited about as a council member, either a project or an idea or something that that's just it gives you some energy when you wake up in the morning. So one of the – uh, I'm going to knock on wood because I don't want to mess this project up, but um, for a long time, uh, Landmark Mall was a, a mall that – um, since the 80s had been an outdoor mall, then it became an indoor mall. And then, of course, over the last decade, we saw the decline of malls. And um, Landmark was one of those that really went into a deep decline. We finally have got some movement on it. Um, and so hopefully over the next 25 years, it'll be developed out uh, into our outdoor town center, um, complete with uh, restaurants and entertainment, housing opportunities, um, and it's going to be the new site uh, for a much larger uh, local hospital. Uh, and so we have some really uh, good opportunity there to really pump some energy into a certain part of our city. And so we're super excited about that. Um, obviously, it's a development project and takes some time, but 
being able to see this project and this um, certain site move forward is huge for our city. I'm always uh, amazed at, at how the projects we talk about now are, are that far into the future, but yes. it, it, you have to do it in the moment. If That's not right. us, then who? If not now, then when? When uh, we make those amen. decisions and, and set it driving forward. Yeah. Well, maybe we can wrap up with, with this sort of yeah. question. Think about a year from now. We're, we're gathered together in Richmond. We're, we're back. We're talking about VML. Give me something that, that you hope to be sharing or learning or, or what do you want to what do you want that next year from now to sort of look like as we as we gather back together and, and sort of reflect on on where we at kind of in that future state so i think right now we're, we're still in the 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 phase where we are trying to recover i want to you know next year i want to really talk about recovery stories and and some of the small mom and pop non you know businesses or nonprofits that really have had an impact on our recovery and, and kind of best practices and lessons learned. Um, I think, you know, we will be out of the shock of the pandemic, I hope, by um, by that, by next year. And so being able to kind of debrief with each other what worked and what didn't work for our, our jurisdictions, I think it'd be, be a nice to do. Awesome. Well, John, I really appreciate you taking the time stopping by the VML Live at the 2021 conference. Thank you. Well, there you have it, folks. The second of our four-part series of Conference Connections is a wrap. Be sure to check out the others. Thanks to our president, John Steely, for doing a great job as guest host. The VML Voice is made possible in part through the support of Virginia Housing and Dominion Energy. And now, here is this episode's VML Voice of Reason. So it's almost like a family reunion, right? You know, you get to see folks that you haven't seen in a while. And I think, you know, for, for a lot of us, the last 18 months has been, um, we've all been a little bit uh, lonely, 